right, it's time for the Sunrise Wellness Report. Brought to you by the Sunrise Wellness Center. Sunrise Wellness Center, LI.com. Uh, everything discussed in the segment, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you just don't hear anywhere else. You just don't. Uh, it's an unbelievable information. It'll be on the website. Sunrise Wellness Center, LI.com. You get a free consultation with Dr. Ron. You can make a phone call later at 631-563-1444. Just brilliant and serious regarding the immune system, building it up and everything else. Vital information. And we say a very good morning to you, sir. How are you? Dr. Ron said, I've ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Another lovely day here in the Northeast. Cloudy gray. Yeah. Uh, uh, I but you know what? No snow, buddy. No snow. You had a couple of little uh, little tidbits of snowfall, but nothing crazy. Let's keep that going. Uh, you know, the, world's, the world's gone crazy, Jay. It has. Unbelievable. <laughs> and this will be oh the craziest God. year ever. No question about that. We know that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about things that we can control. What's that? What can we control out there? We're going to talk about our series on the immune system because uh, we thought it was a good idea to start the new year out by optimizing immune function and teaching the principles of building a strong immune system. Cool. Since that, uh, I don't know, maybe you could understand this in your experience, but it just seems now that viruses and even bacterial, in fact, everything's getting stronger. So I think the need for a strong immune response is becoming more uh, vital than it ever was. I mean, not that it wasn't never not important, but it just seems now that the the infections, the RSV, the this, the that, they're everywhere, and they they pack a punch that I don't remember them having. Uh, but I want, well, uh, you know, the uh, is is the reason, Doc, is the reason why these things seem a little bit stronger are the viruses uh, that are being hatched. Uh, from wherever, have a little more punch, a little more powerful as far as the punch is concerned, or no? I don't know. I, you know, I do know that some of our, uh, uh, I think we, you know, I know the lockdowns and the hypersanitation through the uh, through that period of the pandemic definitely weakened us uh, in our immune response. So that could have something to do with it. I don't know if the viruses and the bacteria themselves, you know, they, they're constantly, you know, uh, in the process of mutation. So did they mutate and get stronger? I don't know. Um, but I just see that, you know, you just see the reality of it, and you see the importance now more than ever of a strong immune response. I know with the RSV outbreak, many MDs were on, um, on the talk show saying that was due to the masking and, and keeping our children away from their environment. Uh, we live in a microbial world. We have to, we have to interact with our environment. And when we shelter ourselves and we hypersanitize, that's counterproductive to a strong immune response. And I think we're paid. So, you know, that's one thing I've definitely learned, Jay. It's usually not one thing. It's usually multiple factors that cause things. It's never, you know, it's never a silver bullet. It's usually Mm -hmm. four or five things going on. But let's continue with our series because if you remember, the first one we talked about was – Maintaining and building up mitochondrial energy reserves. Yeah. Your mitochondria are the power plants of your cells, and your immune cells need energy more than most cells, especially when engaging infection or an antigen. Maintaining and uh, protecting proper barrier functions, primarily the gut lining, that's our 
primary line of defense. Uh, remember, we're we're not a sealed unit. We're a block of flesh with a tube running through it, and that tube we bring in the outside world. So maintaining a strong gut lining is very important. Uh, proper hygiene practices, avoiding hypersanitation, and restoring commensal-friendly microorganisms, the good bacteria. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about, and this one's a good one, because reducing chronic inflammatory triggers. And inflammation is a word that's everywhere today in our society. Almost every, you know, when you see all these drug commercials on TV, somewhere in the commercial the word inflammation comes out. And most of the time it says this is caused by inflammation. So just from a, a bird's eye look at the world, you think, well, inflammation is the enemy of health. And nothing can be further from the truth. <laughs> inflammation is a core function of a proper immune system, and it's vital to a proper immune response. However, inappropriate or chronic inflammatory signaling is a hallmark of almost all chronic disease. We have to learn to modulate or to bring back into balance these constant triggers. So, you know, I think it's what's happening in reality is we're just tripping our immune systems off. And it's, it's due to many factors. But I think the big one here is the gut lining. If you remember a few weeks ago, I talked about that four, that four-year-old girl who came in and yeah. ran 20 or 25 allergy tests on her, and everyone was positive. And these were food allergy tests in the blood. So she actually had an antigen, excuse me, an antibody made against foods. So that means that food that she ingested got through her gut lining as what she ate, which is not supposed to happen. It's supposed to be broken right. down into a protein, a fat, and a carb, and absorbed. So it means her gut lining is like a screen door. So that's tripping off her immune system now, and the immune system gets overwhelmed, and she also has Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune attack on her thyroid. Mm -hmm. Four. So I think that the primary reason is, is the gut lining, but we're going to discuss other ones today, too. But that was just a side note. You know, everything that we do really beats up our gut lining. And, you know, from antibiotics and even chlorinated water and processed foods and alcohol. Remember, we're the only mammal on the planet that drinks ethanol. Uh, it's really, you know, and uh, I'm certainly not being holier than thou, uh, but... You know, it's not good for your gut lining. Mm -hmm. So what's happening is that inflammation is being triggered, but inflammation is part of healing. If you bang your wrist, it swells. That's a good thing. It's part of the healing process, but it should be localized to a point of injury um, or trauma. When that immune response is constantly triggered and the inflammation now becomes systemic throughout your whole body, that's where we got a major problem. Uh, and that's what's happening a lot, which we see in our society. When we get chronic inflammatory conditions like autoimmune disease uh, and all these debilitating inflammatory diseases. Also, infections also can trigger an uncontrolled inflammatory response. And if we just have to think back to COVID-19, uh, the media promoted something called a cytokine storm. Uh, where the average person would probably never even heard of that word. But cytokines are an inflammatory immune chemical. Uh, and when your immune system releases these, uh, that triggers a whole body inflammatory response. And 
viruses are viruses are crazy. Uh, they really are because they they trigger your immune system to promote an inflammatory response because that is how they reproduce better. So they're creating an environment in the body where they can now uh, better for their own reproduction and better for viral replication. So it's pretty wild. Let me a quick story on that with the Epstein Barr virus. They're like. It, viruses are weird. They're just a, a, a protein shell with a piece of DNA information in them. They're, they're still debating are they alive or not alive. Uh, and that's why they can be frozen in ice for 10,000 years and they defrost them and they're, and, and they, they're still effective uh, at what they do. But the Epstein-Barr virus, this is how crazy they are. There's three main nutrients that really help uh defend and, 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 and defeat Epstein-Barr, which is mono, which is chronic fatigue syndrome, all the same virus. And it's zinc, vitamin D, and vitamin A. The Epstein-Barr virus has the ability to downregulate your body's ability to uptake vitamin D, vitamin A, and zinc. It's like it knows that those three things are, can kill it, so it, uh, it, it has the ability to alter your body's ability to absorb it. It's like, what? Like, mm-hmm. like somebody out in space somewhere knew this and programmed it into this little DNA chip and put it into a... It, it, it's, when, you, when you read like what viruses do, you're like, that, that's craziness. How, that, how did that even happen? But that's what a virus can do. Um, and that's why they trigger these crazy immune responses. So what we got to do is, as in our society today is understanding these events, meaning constantly triggering inflammation, viruses triggering cytokine storms, and we got to learn how to effectively combat that so we can shut down that inflammatory response. Remember, people with COVID that were able to shut down that inflammatory response. Let me ask you a question, Doc. Sure. What about when it comes to eczema? Uh, also, psoriasis. You're very familiar with psoriasis from your, uh, obviously, genetics and family and stuff. Um, what, what about those? I mean, are those controlled as well? How do you, because, of the, I mean, obviously the immune system is so responsible for those two, two types of disorders. Give me a sense of that as far as eczema and psoriasis. Absolutely. I mean, they're both, in, they're, they're both inflammatory illnesses. Right. Um, uh, eczema is not considered autoimmune, but it definitely comes from the inflammatory process that happens, usually from the gut, and, and that's what we find. Skin okay. issues stem from the gut. And when I take care of children with eczema, it always goes back to, uh, and you remember now, Many of the children that we're seeing, when we when we run their blood panels, they have no nutrients anymore. So they have no vitamin D, they have no vitamin E, they have very low vitamin C, uh, their protein levels are off, and they're ingesting all the wrong fats. So by altering that and, and healing the gut microbiota, the good bacteria in the gut, has a dramatic effect on the immune system. Remember, we discussed that in the last one. You know, this is why on the yogurt commercials they tell you seventy to eighty percent of your immune system is in your gut, right. and it must interact with the good bacteria. So, psoriasis itself is an interaction of the bad bacteria tripping off your immune system to attack you. So, when we help a psoriasis patient. 
we use antimicrobials to kill the bad stuff in the gut, and then we put in proper probiotics and prebiotics. So we reshift the balance of the good bacteria in the gut while changing the diet and then making sure you're getting proper vitamin D, fish oil, vitamin E, vitamin C, and so on. So we go right after it. But it's funny you brought that up because that goes right into my next point. Um, When we see the inflammatory process run amok, you see it in the skin with psoriasis and eczema. You see it in the bowels with Crohn's and colitis. You see it in the central nervous system with Alzheimer's and MS. You see it with rheumatoid arthritis. Allergies and asthma is an altered immune response, a hyperactive immune response. Right. Um, Even with cancer and diabetes, just to name a few. So uh, controlling this is vital for health, and especially in 2024. Learning to understand and keep your immune system modulated, balanced, you know, not tripping off is is vital for a healthy life. So uh, the process of inflammation is, if you go back to the beginning, it'll give you some good insight. The process of inflammation begins with some sort of tissue injury, and that doesn't have to be physical. It can be physical, but it can be physical, chemical, biological. Whenever your immune system encounters something, an antigen or or an invader, it deems a threat. This triggers that release of these inflammatory chemicals called cytokines. And these are alarm bells for the immune system. And they respond to the area of injury. And remember now, your your immune cells are kept in the bloodstream. So when they when you have an injury, they go to that point, and with these inflammatory chemicals, it allows them to jump out of the blood into the tissue, and that's where they start that whole inflammatory process. So the inflammatory cytokines allow, and they trigger, they bring it to the you know the point of, of injury or the or the area of involvement, and they allow the immune cells to leave the bloodstream and go into the tissues and the interstitial fluids. And that's where you get that. That's where you now start the immune response. But in a nutshell, what happens is that these signals should be transient. They should be shut off. And just basically the main thing is they don't shut off well. <laughs> and when you tr- once you start to trigger these immune responses, sometimes they don't shut off. And we see that a lot with the central nervous system, uh, with traumatic brain injury. Traumatic brain injury, in the brain we have a, a immune cells called microglia. They're notorious for once you turn them on, they don't turn off. And now what they start to do is damage healthy uh, brain cells. And if you notice someone with traumatic brain injury, uh, central nervous system injuries are the only injuries that over time they get worse, not better. Most people, you know, you injure your leg, it gets better. You injure your arm, it gets better. You have a heart attack, you get better. Tra- traumatic brain injuries, when you would trip off those uh, uh, mitochondria, excuse me, um, when you trip off those immune cells, they don't shut off well. Uh, and, they, and they keep, you know, causing damage. So shutting down this inflammatory response is, is very important. I just don't think our bodies were designed to be constantly stimulated or our immune system is not designed to, to 
should constantly be stimulated like what we're doing in modern society. And I think that that's the biggest problem. And the one main culprit is this thing called NF-kappa-B. And the reason I I wasn't going to even bring it up, I said, you know what, let me bring it up so you understand how this one works. This is the main, uh, it's it's really a transcription factor. It's an inflammatory signaling chemical. But the reason I'm bringing it up is it's pretty wild how your body works. what your body does to have all these inflammatory processes or, or this inflammatory chemical on hand is NF-kappa-B is in every cell. It's kept in the cytoplasm, which is the clear gel in the, in the middle of the cell. And what your body does is it keeps every cell has NF-kappa-B in it in an inhibited state. So if there's a problem, your body doesn't have to synthesize NF-kappa-B. In other words, when you, if, if an emergency happens, your body doesn't have to make it. It's already there in abundance. All it has to do is to activate it. So what you do is you activate the inactive form of NF-kappa-B, and now you have the active form, and it starts a whole cascade of crazy inflammatory responses. And this is one of the problems. NF-kappa-B is everywhere in your body. So when you start to trip off these immune cells and these, and, and these inflammatory responses, it, that can give you, and you, we've seen people, I'm, I'm sure you have too, where their whole body's inflamed, their fingers, their face, their arms, their toes, their legs. It, it, it's a horrible thing. So the immune system is a double-edged sword. It, it's, it can protect us and save us and, and it, allows us to live in a microbial world without succumbing to infection and disease. But if we trip it off too much, it can cause uh, lots of damage and really destroy our quality of life. So we got to figure out how to get this under control. And believe it or not, what do you think the number one way to control this inflammatory response is? Well, uh, it's what we have been stating all along. You know, it's about diet. You know, it's about... You got make- it. Woo! All the money. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Having a lot of chicken, a lot of protein, a lot of fish, doing the right thing. Stay away from the saturated fats, excess sugars, carbs, yeah, you, just, you name it, et cetera, I mean, et cetera. Do you, know how many, do you know how many times I see people, and, 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 and you know, I see it more in the city because, there's you know, there's so many more people than out here, but you'll see someone walking, and I can tell they either have MS or lupus, you know, that you see them in a cane, and, and then I see them drinking a Coca-Cola, eating a bagel. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? And they're not, they're not saying, like, hell with it, I don't care. They don't know. They don't know. No one tells them. So we see people with chronic inflammatory diseases, autoimmune diseases. Um, I know people with, you know, bad cases of psoriasis, and their diets are horrible. And uh, now Let me ask you so- one other thing, because I know we're short on time here. What about, I was just thinking this like a minute and a half ago, what about concussions? Uh, we know what with about? the NFL and everything else, football, can anything be done to preserve that, or is it just a physicality of the sport, pretty much? Yeah, it can. Just You know, again, you want to shut down the inflammatory. That's trauma. That causes trauma. Right. And you want to shut, and everything we just talked about, you want to shut down the inflammatory response. Okay. And, you know, number one, diet has got a lot to do with it. Um, and with your diet, the main thing with your diet is omega-6 fatty acids. Omega-6 fatty acids 
uh, cause arachidonic acid, linoleic acid, uh, very, very inflammatory. And guess where you get most of your omega-6 fatty acids from? Seed oils. Fish. Yeah, seed oils. Seed oils are like the worst things for us. So we really want to avoid seed oils. Oh, uh, seed oils. You know, such as, uh, you know, uh, sunflower, sapphire, uh, sapphire oil, uh, all those different types of Where do you oil. find that, though, Doc? What do you consume to find that? Where's sapphire oil? That's a, salad dressings are the worst. Oh, salad dressing. Okay, yeah, if you if you look there, if you look, you 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 know, corn oil, sapphire oil, you know, those you want to avoid oils that. that people that people use to fry in and use in salad dressings at home. Uh, vegetable oils are not good. The only oils you should be using avocado oil, uh, olive oil, and on the saturated fat side, uh, coconut oil. Those are the natural sources. But grapeseed. Uh, 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 corn, sapphire, uh, soybean, not good. Uh, they cr- that, that promotes inflammation. So if somebody with head trauma, if their diet's poor or uh, highly inflammatory, that promotes it. Right. Um, so w- if someone has head trauma, if someone has any kind of brain problem, right. you've got to go back to the fundamental basics of reducing inflammation. And, again, that is omega-3 fatty acids, fish oil. Bottom line, more fish oil, the longer you live. That's it. And Everybody again, one second now, fish oil, if someone's listening here, fish oil, fish oil. Besides eating fish, okay, where can they find Well, the it? problem with eating fish is it's expensive and it's dirty. I mean, to get clean fish now is a real problem. Well, you, know, you don't know what you're getting. You know, you go into a... Yeah, exactly. For you know, but where, where would out. they find Where would they find the conglomeration of, of fish oils? What would they have to consume? oil you mean yeah where they go is epa dha omega-3 fatty acids okay you can get them any health food store has them but when they did studies jay people that had more fish oil in their diet everything that kills man heart disease cancer uh alzheimer's autoimmune everything that, that debilitates human beings and kills us people that had high fish oil graded out the best I mean, that means they they had the long, they had the least amount of heart attacks, the least amount of cancer, the least amount of crime. Omega three fatty acids. The more that you consume, the longer and healthier you live. That's Other it. examples, though, of what you need to eat to contain that would be what? Well, you know, you get that from nuts and seeds. Okay. Um, and you can get you know the, the omega threes, but the, the most uh, uh, concentrated is deep cold water fish. Okay. Tuna, salmon, and, and hence becomes the problem of, of toxicity. Um, <clears throat> that's why it's best to, if you buy some from a good company, they centrifuge it, and they remove all impurities, all toxins are removed, so it's pure. And mm. they remove, you know, they remove, See, that's they the remove problem, any heavy you know, metals, anything yeah, like that. That's the problem. I go to a restaurant, uh, the first thing I look for is seafood. I mean, I love when I sit down the problem, and eat out, I'd love to get a, a, either a piece of swordfish, salmon. Uh, I actually had uh, uh, the mahi-mahi a couple of weeks ago. Mahi-mahi Francaise, yeah, as it was called. It wasn't bad. Farm raised, farm but, you know, you don't know fish. what. So you said now. You order this. You don't know if it's clean. So yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's an issue in the 21st century, no doubt. Yeah. Hey, let, me, let me finish up. Go ahead. But 
here's the other thing. The way to shut down this inflammatory response, obviously, the diet is, is so important, and it really makes a big difference. And, you know, the other two factors that you're under control of is obesity and sedentary lifestyle. Obviously, if you're obese, that means you're eating a high-carbohydrate diet, which means you're eating a lot of sugar and not good. That triggers inflammation. And you have to move. You can't be sedentary. But there are nutraceuticals that shut this down. So what does that mean? You can actually dampen the immune response, bring back tolerance to your immune system. And obviously, number one is omega-3 fatty acids. Number two, one of my favorites is curcumin and turmeric. Very, very powerful, powerful anti-inflammatory. The problem with all these things I'm going to mention is absorbability. You want to get one that's a phytosome. Thorn, the company, and there's other ones that make a phytosome. Uh, a phytosome is a fat molecule, uh, and when they make the supplement, they attach it to this fat molecule for one reason only. It jumps across the gut lining into the blood with the liposome or the uh, phytosome. So by buying, let's say, you know, turmeric phytosome or vitamin C liposome, that's just for availability, for bioavailability. But curcumin is great. And the next is all the the, uh, polyphenols, quercetin. And remember, these are all made from the colorful skin of fruits, vegetables. um, But the most powerful ones to shut down inflammation Blueberry is amazing. It's got um, terostilbene in it. Powerful, powerful antioxidant. Green tea uh, is incredible. Uh, well, you know what? Resveratrol, the, which you the get blueberries, from red grapes. I love the blueberries in my dirty oatmeal every day. Now that you have signaled to me that my HO oatmeal is no good for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I, I take resveratrol because it's from red skin of red grapes. Uh, blueberry, quercetin, green tea, those are all polyphenols. They shut down inflammation naturally. They're powerful antioxidants. Amazing. And believe it or not, one of the most powerful things we can use if you see someone very inflamed and they're trying to control it is boswellia. Uh, Now, you know what boswellia is? Frankincense. I mean, it goes back to uh, the three wise men, right? Mm -hmm. Let me ask you. What was the other one? Listen, I'm going to ask you something. What about wine? (laughs) I know it's way too much sugar, but does it have any benefits? Yeah, that's how we figured out polyresveratrol. The French dilemma. Don't you remember in the 80s, they couldn't figure out why the French had no heart disease and they were eating butters and pâtés and all this fried stuff and all these baked goods with heavy fats and they had no heart disease. And they found out that the skin of the red grape has something called resveratrol. Resveratrol. And they were drinking a lot of red wine. How about that? And that was how we discovered polyresveratrol, yep. um, and, and, which is a polyphenol. So the same thing. But, you know, in conclusion, Jay, what we have is, you know, diet's important, but we, we want to we shut down. We want to keep our immune system in check because yep. everything yep. in the 21st century in our lifestyles from diet, yep. activity, uh, you know, destruction of our gut lining, all these things, we're tripping our immune system too much. And that's 
but obviously that's why every drug commercial has the word inflammation in it mm -hmm. it leads to chronic illness so shutting down that inflammatory response and trying to cut it off at the pass with the proper diet is vital um, also by using supplements like omega-3 fatty acid yeah. quercetin curcumin boswellia and of course you can't go without everything has to be said with you need vitamin d and you want your vitamin d around 70 to 80 uh you know, anything under that in today's world, I feel, is not enough. Fair enough. So. Sunrise Wellness Center, LI.com. Everything we just discussed uh, will be on that website. You don't get anywhere else. Uh, listen, you want to remain healthy and staying alive, you got to listen to Sonagra. That's what it is. Sunrise <laughs> Wellness Center, LI.com. Get a free consultation with him. Not easy. 631, just mention my name. 631 563. 1444. Dr. Ron, another great round of information. We can't thank you enough. Uh, stay, uh, stay safe, and I'll talk to you next Tuesday.